You're listening to the Poster Boy Podcast. Our mission is to help young entrepreneurs in small town America start, grow, and manage 21st century businesses. Are you ready? Let's get started. All right, kick us off. Hey, this is Chad. Hey, and this is Drew. Today, we're going to talk about another quote. Chad, what's the quote we're going to talk about today? Okay, Drew. So the quote today is, a business is like a plant. With the right amount of sunlight and water, anything is possible. Ooh, I like that. It's a, it, it's a unknown quote, so we don't know who had the, the fortune to say it. But I think, as our listeners will hear today, this is something they should really take to heart. So Chad, what's the story behind this quote? What is your perspective? Yeah, so... This quote, actually, the first time I saw it was in college. And uh, the way I actually found it was really interesting. I had this, you know, this great idea that I was going to make this entire motivational line of posters. And I was scouring the internet for for different quotes. And that's where this one actually found it. And I printed it and I kept it and I loved it. And I started reading it all the time, you know, and I think as with all things, when you're young, it doesn't make as much sense as it does as you get a little bit older and you can apply it to different things in life. And so for me, being in college, it was simple. Like in college, I could have applied it to my grades, right? (laughs) If I apply enough enough energy in this class, the result, you know, the the sunlight and water, if I give that, then at the end of the day, my my grade would have been a lot better. So I think that's really the, the stem of where it all came from, but was from college. And I was always seeking motivation and just wanting to know just how to motivate myself every day. To a point where today it's just habitual, you know, I mean, I think I'm just yeah. personally driven and self-motivated. Yeah. If I don't even know why, actually, uh, you know, if, if I look at this quote, I, I love to I love to look at a play on words and what this quote means and how this one really, really is applicable. You know, what is a plant? A plant is something organic that it's you really can't control what it's going to do beyond what you can put into it. You know, you can give a plant water, you can give it light, you can give it really good soil. But in the end of the day, it's this organism that will either live or die depending upon what it wants to do and what you contribute to it. And I wonder if there's any similarities in business. I'm sure that there's similarities in life that some things that are out of your control, but really for whatever you can or can't control, it's about what you put into it. Energy, sunlight, effort, hard work, right? Does that resonate with you, Chad? You know, actually, it it probably resonates in about... 5,000 different areas of our business. <laughs> and just to just to keep it simple, I, I've, I've chosen a handful of things that I wanted to touch on with how this applied to our business and to my life personally. But so number one, for anyone that's read the book out there, you'll, you'll know that we had a major printer debacle, I guess you could call it, where we put Chinese manufactured ink in 50 of these large format printers that we had. And a long story short, we spent 10, I think it was tens of thousands, 20 or $30,000 on this ink. And it destroyed about $250,000 worth of printers. And it all happened in a matter of one weekend. Okay. But the thing is, this is when we realized we had, we had made some mistakes. Okay. And, th- and this is where you understand about applying the right time and energy and efforts and, you know, sunlight and water and all of these things. So with our printer situation, we were using these printers that printed uh, our posters horizontal. So they were 36 inch printers as as the width of the print job. And then the printers themselves were probably, you know, 48 inches across. And so they barely fit in the back of a van. 
and they were super heavy. They weighed about 250 pounds. We always needed two people to lift them. They were awkward, super dangerous. I, looking back, it's amazing. No one ever got hurt using them, but we had a couple of them fall out of our vans when the doors were open and just a lot of bad things. But the thing is, we just took the first printer that worked. We never put any effort or energy into researching, like, is there a better option? Is there, you know, what else should we do? We should consider this weight. Is there a way to get a printer that weighs 50 pounds, right? Could we print vertically versus horizontal off of a smaller roll and have a much more narrow printer? Well, after our printer debacle happened, which again, it was catastrophic at the time. It was nearly the end of, of my entrepreneurial journey. I mean, it was, it almost bankrupted us. But what ended up happening in the end was we came out of it so much better. Okay, and because we we found smaller printers that uh, saved us a little bit of money on the front end, but more importantly, we could lift them with one person. They weren't dangerous. They weren't heavy. They were super durable. Um, and we learned a great lesson. And it was basically the exact quote. You know, if you're willing to put the time and effort and energy into any particular part of your business, it will grow and it will thrive. But if you don't, you're going to get out of it exactly what you put in. And we made a printer decision in probably 30 minutes one day. And we were like, yeah, this works. It's perfect. We'll go with it. And we never, ever looked back, which is you know, part of the reason today we evaluate our systems every few months, just all of them periodically to see is there something that we could be doing better. And that's the type of energy and effort that we're putting into it. You know, I think back to previous podcast where we discussed or where you discussed, you know, you can really judge a business by the size of its challenges. I'm, I wonder like, what's your perspective on, you know, as a business owner, as the business leader, you're, you're almost like a gardener because I'm sure there's, you have more than one plant worth, uh, <laughs> worth watering tomorrow, right? Even today, right now, how many things do you need to water? And I'm curious what your, I mean, maybe we could talk about this later, but I'm, I'm definitely curious about how do you choose which plant receives the most water first? Man, that's a really good question. So <clears throat> I would have to say that the key the key to watering multiple plants is that it's it's almost like the tiered system, right? So you're not necessarily watering the plant, but you are you are nurturing and like for me personally, the the sunlight and water that I provide are to my closest people that that work closest to me. So I am constantly nurturing those relationships and friendships and the the business relationship that we have there because they're they're then the ones that take on the departments that they're running and they apply the sunlight and water to that. So as long as I'm able to apply it to them and make sure that we're all thinking the right way and and making sure that we're asking all the right questions, it helps us move in that direction. It helps us uh, you know, really water all of the different departments. And I think part of, you, you know, you say, I don't know if you ever noticed this, Drew, and I read a ton and I, you know, I study a lot of companies and as much as I can, but you see someone getting fired, right? So, and then a new CEO comes in and they can turn a company around, right? And it's always amazing because the business is the same. It's like when, when Ford was turned around by there are actually a great example that everyone's going to be familiar with is Domino's Pizza. Domino's used to suck. Okay. I mean, they used to be awful and they brought in a new CEO and he focused on customer experience. And now they have the Domino's uh, delivery tracker. They have the pizza insurance yep. 
thing. They have all these other things, but it's because someone came into that same business, the, the business that was already running, and he assessed all of the problems and started applying sunlight and water to them and helping them grow and helping them get a little bit better. And each time they got better, they asked better questions and they solved the problem a little bit further and a little bit further. And now they're so far along that whether you like Domino's pizza or not, when you order a pizza from Domino's, the experience is unlike anything else you can get in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very familiar with that. And um, not necessarily the story, but as a, as a consumer who, started to purchase more Domino's because I did notice an improvement in their overall quality. And even some of their, their marketing and advertising really, you know, if you look at it from a, a different lens, they changed the way they, they talked about themselves. They made it to where people were the owners of their businesses. And, you know, it's probably a marketing, a really good marketing strategy, right? To talk about pizza, but not talk about pizza. Um, but, you know, they definitely, they definitely, that's a really good example of, of a turnaround where someone probably just focused energy and attention in something that was obvious, but someone else probably couldn't do it. You know, Drew, uh, not to cut you off there, a lot, a lot of times in a business, I think one of the things that happens is whenever you're running it, you get people that get very comfortable. And so the reason companies like to change you know, store managers often or assistant managers often and move people around is because they don't like people getting comfortable, okay? Because once that happens, things tend to slip. And um, actually, a guy that that works with us, his name's Julian. He's someone that I've I've learned so much from, and he spent years managing a uh, a bar in the in downtown Chicago called Howl at the Moon, and uh, they they have. Uh, it's a piano bar, dueling piano bar, but they have them all over the country. And one of the things that he taught me, I actually get like secondhand lessons from the guy that ran the company. I don't remember what his name was, but what he would, he would tell Julian simple things, right? He's like, you know, a way to tell if a business is on its way out is if one of the lights on the signs are out, right? So if you have like 10 letters and one of the letters are out on the, on the main sign on the outside, it's stuff like that. And he, he used to say, if you, Look at something long enough, even if it's out of place, if you look at it long enough, it will become normal. And all of these things make total sense if you really think about it. Because if someone allows one of their signage lights to be out, what does that tell you about how much they care about their business? You know, if, if Walmart has a light that's out on that building, it will be out for less than 20 minutes because they will have someone with a ladder fixing it and making sure that it is on point. But you see some of these local grocery stores around your town, things like that, that are, they tend to be on there, you know, there are lights out, there are this and people notice it. Yeah. So I think what Chad's saying is for those who are listening to this podcast driving right now, just spend the next five minutes <laughs> during your commute, looking at those buildings around you. And maybe, maybe this is a good uh, test. Uh, to see if Chad's accurate. So, you know, if, if, if he is, please, you know, find us on Facebook and tell us that, uh, that you saw the broken light. And if you send us a picture, that's even better for it. For those entrepreneurs right now, the, you know, the, the young lady who's got the big aspirational idea, she's got the right encouragement in her life. Maybe it comes down to what is she watering right now? What is that someone who doesn't have the business? What are they watering right now? Okay. Yeah. I, 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 first of all, I love that. I think 
anyone who has an idea, the first part that you want to water is getting started with anything, right? The, you know, the easiest way to get started is to just get started. Yeah. What, what's that, that first, you know, because uh, maybe I'll tell you my, my perspective and then you tell me, you know, how far off I am, but I think it comes back to someone who, I mean, being, being a business owner, I know that, you know, you've talked about your daughter in the past and, and how, and what amazing things she has done so far at her, her young age. But, you know, first it starts with the recognition that either I want to go to college because it's traditional, it's safe. My parents are telling me it's free, perhaps, right? They're, they're grade A students. Or it's more counterintuitive and they say, I want to start a business because I am so damn passionate about this one thing I'm in. I'm, I found something, I'm on something. My perspective is the very first thing that can water is themselves through knowledge, through education, through um, just telling themselves that they can do it, listening to this podcast, feeling that encouragement, reading like you did, reading those biographies from people that made mistakes and overcame. I feel like it's like people need confidence right in the onset. And then they jump right into crack my knuckles. Let's do the hard work right now, today. But that phase that can't be long, like they can't spend nine months thinking, oh, I can do this. They, you know, like realize it and then do it. Basically, the first step is to water yourself. It's to look at yourself as the plant and realize that if you feed yourself enough knowledge and you put enough inspiration and motivation around you, you will start to grow into a beautiful plant that can then take on the world. And this, you know, the difficult journey that entrepreneurship brings about. Difficult, but but overwhelmingly rewarding. Yeah, because right now it's, it, for as much as I'm sure you water yourself, and you said, which I loved, you know, a couple of minutes ago, was you spend your time now encouraging, cultivating, and supporting those around you because you know that they will benefit the most from the growth, right? It's almost like personal maturation. It's uh, personal development because you know, you know, one, because you surround yourself with people that you enjoy being around, but two, because it ultimately influences the outcome of your business. If you've got five people who would, if you called right now and said, I need help with something, they would jump on the phone, you know, like, because you've taken the time to support them in their career journey, because we're all living different journeys. We're all running different lives with our own unique perspective and our our own end goal you're helping them along the way and ultimately right now in their time in life they're helping you yeah i mean absolutely and and watching watching other people develop and grow and they all grow differently and that's what's so beautiful and amazing it, it really is amazing to watch some of these people you know because everyone's at a different phase of life no matter who you are you, we could be the same age but one has two kids one has one kid one has no kids one is married, one's married and divorced, you know, everyone's at a different phase. And so by helping them grow is, yes, it's, it rewards everyone around you. It rewards the business. It rewards them. It rewards your friendship. It's just watering and taking care of everything around you, just everything in your circle. As you're talking about getting to my level and it will grow, there's a byproduct of helping people become great that you have to be very careful that you do the right thing, okay? Because there, what, what happens when you inspire other people and you motivate them 
to take care of themselves and to educate themselves and to grow is sometimes in business, there comes a time where they want to go off on their own. That will be the single determining factor whenever you, how you treat them when they do go off on their own, because they're leaving your path and your journey and your dream. And you've spent all of this time cultivating and developing them, right? And now they go off into the world on their own. And there are a lot of people that they inspire and motivate as long as it serves themselves. But the minute that this person wants to go off and do their own thing, they aren't as supportive. And I've tried really hard personally to make sure that as I grow and develop, when people move on, you know, you're not petty and spiteful, you're encouraging and you're supportive and you're there for them because you know the road that's ahead and you encourage them to not give up. Right. And so again, once, once that situation happens, you have to encourage them to continue on their own path and their own journey and find ways in which you can help them. All right. Uh, I think that's a really good point. It's a great point, Chad. Well, I'm going to splice in this uh, outro. So next week's quote is going to be by Jim Ron. If you are not willing to risk the usual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. Bye, everybody. This has been another episode of the Poster Boy Podcast, brought to you by utproducts.com. Find and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at theposterboybook.com to grab your copy of the book. 